Hey everyone and welcome to the Apologist Podcast. I'm your dear host. And today I'm here to counter Dr. Michael Brown's opinion on Gentile believers in Yeshua, Gentile believers in Jesus. So, uh, well, uh, he uses the word Gentile Christians. Uh, may those people be Torah observant or not Torah observant. Uh, if they are born Gentile, they are. Uh, he puts them into the category of Gentile Christians. So, uh, and he says that he met a lot of Gentile Christians who, uh, who have a lot of love for the Lord and a lot of love for the Jewish people, and they come to him saying that they are Jews in the heart. They are spiritual Jews. And uh, for this, they use the verse from the book of Romans, the letter to Romans, uh, chapter number 2 and uh, verse 28 and 29. For he is not a Jew which is one outwardly, neither is that circumcision which is outward in the flesh, but he is a Jew which is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart, in the spirit and not in the letter, whose praise is not of men but of God. So those people come to Michael Brown and they point out this verse and say that uh, we maybe are born Gentile, but we are Jewish in our spirit because we are circumcised in our heart and uh, yeah, so we are spiritually Jewish. And uh, Dr. Michael Brown says that's not the case, actually, here. Here, Paul is not talking about uh, Gentiles. He's talking about Jews, two Jews. One is a physical Jew uh, who doesn't do the will of God in his life uh, and uh, who just uh, lives under the, the umbrella of Jewish people, that's it, uh, but never does really obey the commandments, the mitzvahs of God and all such things. And there's, on the other hand, there's other Jew who is spiritual Jew, who, you know, who does the will of God in his life and he is circumcised also in his spirit. Uh, so this dialogue is between two Jews and there's no Gentile in between. Uh, and Michael Brown, he uh, points out the next verse from chapter 3, verse 1, and says, What advantage then had the Jew? He uses this and says that Paul is actually talking about two Jews, a spiritual Jew and a physical Jew. And even if a Gentile tries to apply this statement to him, it does not apply to the Gentile, and the Gentile cannot apply this to him because this does not actually, you know, it, it was not meant for Gentiles. So Gentiles, you know, Gentile believers in uh, Messiah, even though the Brichad says that they are grafted in, into the covenant along with the Jewish people, uh, Dr. Michael Brown seems to differ in this thing and says, no, Gentiles remain Gentiles. But they just become partakers of the new covenant. So that doesn't really make sense. But I'll talk about this um, later. So I'm going to clear this up. Like uh, he says that this is just a dialogue between two Jews. 
but Paul actually makes mention of a Gentile as well. If we go to verse 25, if we read from verse 25, Romans chapter 2, verse 25, it's here. For circumcision rarely profited, if thou keep the law, the law is the Torah. But if thou be a breaker of the Torah, thy circumcision is made uncircumcision. Therefore, if the uncircumcision keep the righteousness of the Torah, shall not his uncircumcision be counted for circumcision? And after this uh, comes this topic of he's not a Jew who is one outwardly, he is a Jew who is one inwardly. So if we examine this uh, within the context of this, uh, let's see verse 26. Therefore, the uncircumcision, who is the uncircumcision? Gentiles. Goim, uh, who are foreigners to the covenant, they are the uncircumcision party. And who is the circumcision? Circumcision is the Jewish party, okay? So, let's replace the words uncircumcision with Gentile and circumcision with Jew or Jewishness. If we read it with that context, it reads as... Therefore, if the Gentiles keep the righteousness of the Torah, shall not his Gentileness be counted for Jewishness? Okay, if this Gentile, you know, he accepts Yeshua as the Messiah, as the Jewish Messiah, and like he's the deliverer from sins, and he takes upon the yoke of the mitzvahs, and like, yeah, I want to do the commandments, the Torah, and all that, and if he does that, even though he's a Gentile, well, in other places in the Brith it says like, if you just believe in Mashiach, it will be counted for you as righteousness and you will be grafted into the tree of Israel in that minute, even though you are a Gentile. But here, in this context, if we see that, if he also keeps the Torah, his Gentileness will be more counted as Jewishness. And even there was a Gentile, he will be considered as a Jew. Following this verse, we can find this, that he is not a Jew, which is one outwardly, neither that circumcision is which is one outward in the flesh, but he is a Jew, which is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit, not in the letter, whose praise is not of men, but of God. Uh, sure, it's a dialogue between two Jews, but there's also a Gentile, involved into this so it also applies to gentiles and yes gentile believers in yeshua uh okay even though they don't observe the torah uh god uh, okay they have basic morality they believe in yeshua so yeah they have place in Olam haba in the world to come okay as long as they don't uh, worship idols false gods it's okay they recognize the God of Israel through the Jewish Messiah, Yeshua. Okay, but if you be Torah observant, you are considered, you know, fully into the Jewish family, into the Jewish, into the tree of Israel. So it also applies to Gentiles as well. And to strengthen my argument, to strengthen my, you know, comment that I made now, I'd like to turn to... The letter of uh, Shaliyah Shaul to the congregation at Ephesus, uh, chapter 2 and verse um, 12. Okay, 11 and 12. 
Wherefore, remember that ye, being in time past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by, which is called a circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that at the time ye were without Christ. Christ is the Greek for the Hebrew word Mashiach. Mashiach means uh, Messiah. So at that time ye were without Mashiach, Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers or Gentiles from the covenant of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. So here, uh, Paul actually talks about uh, the past of Gentile believers in Yeshua. He says that you are strangers to Israel, strangers to the covenant. But now in verse 13, but now in Christ Jesus, Mashiach Yeshua, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Mashiach. For he is our peace, who had made both one and had broken down the middle wall of partition between us. So, why, Paul clearly says that you were Gentile, you were Gentiles, in the past you were Gentiles, but now you're grafted into Israel, you become one with Israel, because of the blood of Mashiach, you're washed in the blood of Mashiach, you're purged, or you're cleansed now, so you are eligible to be in Israel, so Gentiles, Gentile believers in Yeshua, are partakers of Israel. And there's and uh, in verse twelve, there's a specific uh, phrase, covenant of promise. And by reading this word covenant, I get reminded of something. New covenant, of course. Uh, and the promise of the new covenant is made in in the Tanakh itself in Yeremiahu. In the book of uh, Jeremiah, chapter thirty-one, and uh, the verse, the verse, um, the verse is thirty-one, chapter thirty-one, verse thirty-one. Behold, the days come, said the Lord, that I will make a new covenant of with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to bring them. Out of the land of Egypt, which my covenant they break, although I was a husband unto them, said the Lord, but this shall be the covenant that I will make with thee, house of Israel. After those days, said the Lord, I will put my law in their inward parts and write it in their hearts, and will be their God, and they shall be my people. So, the new covenant is made with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. Okay, it's made with the Jewish people. It's made with Am Israel, the people of Israel. Um, so, if you want to be a partaker of the new covenant, it's not like the gate is open for everyone. Everyone can just join in. All kinds of Gentiles can come in. Okay, Gentiles can come in as long as they are willing to, you know, to acknowledge Yeshua as the Jewish Messiah or their uh, Savior and Deliverer and then they get, get grafted into the Jewish tree, into Am Israel and then they become partakers of the New Covenant. So, if 
Dr. Michael Brown's argument is true that Gentile believers in Yeshua, they are not grafted into the Jewish people, into the tree of Israel, then it's completely false because he'll be contradicting himself, say, because he says that we all are partakers of the new covenant, but only the house of Israel is, uh, you know, partaker of the new covenant. Uh, the new covenant is actually uh, promised to them. So, unless and until Gentiles get grafted into uh, Am Israel through the blood of um, Yeshua HaMashiach, only then can they be true partakers of the covenant. And before I end this thing, I want to make a short notice. is uh, I, I don't view Dr. Michael Brown as some kind of adversary or enemy. It's just like... Uh, and he's a great teacher, a great theologian, of course. Uh, he has a lot of amazing teachings available on internet. Uh, and I love, I love all his teachings. Like, many of the teachings, I love it. But no one are perfect, right? No one are perfect, you know. So, he too has some kind of, you know, alarming, not alarming, but kind of controversial teachings. So, I hope this helps and... And that's it, yeah.